0: Today on CityCast Boise, a while back we came up with 10 essential rules for surviving Boise, from how to dress to avoiding local faux pas and why you should get a dog. Frankie Barnhill and Minerva Jane joined me to break it all down, and we're sharing our conversation again because these rules are timeless. (laughs) It's Thursday, October 5th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Frankie. Hi, Minerva. Hi, Emma. Hey. So we are doing this very fun and I think necessary uh, thing where we are going to talk about the rules for surviving Boise, uh, and and this is for newcomers. If you're new here, maybe, or even if you've been here a while, things have changed so much, so maybe the rules have changed. But just, I mean, just real quick, uh, how are are we surviving,
1: ladies? How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> On the scale of surviving to thriving, yeah, I don't know. I, uh... <laughs>
2: It really depends on the day. <laughs> it depends on the day, the headlines, um, you know, what comes across my Twitter feed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, uh, Minerva, why don't you start us out? Uh, what's your first rule for surviving Boise?
2: Well, this is one that I've uh, I've actually told people when they're new to town or if they are visiting to town. I said, in Boise, you cannot judge a book by its cover at all. People are so all over the place, especially with how they look. Like you know, you could see an old fellow walk into the bank in a pair of dirty sweats and muddy cowboy boots. And you're thinking, gosh, who is this? And he's like a millionaire. Like that's <laughs> Boise. <right? laughs> like, you know, some people are going to look like they're ready for to go to a gala at any time of any day. And some people are looking like they have not washed their clothes in like years. And you really can't judge where they are, like socioeconomically or like, Society-wise, you just have no idea.
1: Yeah, and how much do you think that is about, like, literally what people choose to wear? I mean, you mentioned, like, the gala thing. It's like the two times out of the year, one of the rules, I would say, is just... Just expect it to be casual most of the time, and for you to probably be overdressed if you're someone who likes to dress up, and be okay with that. <laughs> like uh, you're probably going to be one of the only ones in uh, a dress or a suit if you go to an event. Uh, you can lean into it, but know that you're you're kind of going to stand out a little bit.
2: Jeans—they're always they are always appropriate for everything around here, you know.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's a very good point.
0: I have I feel like I have shown up to so many uh, like parties and and events uh, vastly overdressed uh, my whole life because I'm like, no, but this is supposed to somebody said, oh, like fancy casual. And I was like, got it. And then you get there and you're like, oh, bolo ties (laughs) is what you meant. Like a bolo tie. Got it.
1: (laughs) And chakras. (laughs) All right, Frankie, what do you got for us? Okay, this is, I don't know, have your head on a swivel, it might be the headline, but it's more (laughs) like, if you're going to goss, don't do it in public, because as much as we love to talk about how big this city has become, how much it's growing, it is still a small town, and uh, be aware of the fact that if you say something about someone uh, in public, someone might hear you and tell that person
0: <laughs> that is really good advice that yeah. is very good advice uh <laughs> I hate it just because I'm an eavesdropper and I love to be sitting in like flying M um, you know just like my little back sure. ears out just listening to to, to huh? hmm, what getting all the local gossip <laughs> but it's very good and I'm sure all of us have had a moment where we're talking about somebody and then they boise style like walked by or yes or their boyfriend or their, like,
1: boyfriend right or their yeah yeah <laughs> yes <Yeah. no, laughs> exactly I have definitely been known hey i'm not a major gossiper but we all do it uh i have been known to use code names uh when i'm talking with (laughs) someone about a story that i just don't want it to get back so yeah
2: well and i also think that like if you're gonna do it also don't necessarily make it judgmental in your gossiping because then you're like totally talking about people you care about but I can't even tell you how many times I have walked. I've been in the ladies' room and I've walked out of this stall, um, and I've heard this conversation going on about people I know, people in the <laughs> people in the same business as me. Um, you know, I've walked out and I'm, you know, people who are in the same shows, and then they look at me and I'm like, I'm not saying a word. Like, I this is not going to be an issue. I am my most unselfish when I am minding my own business.
0: <laughs> not a narc, Minerva is not a narc. Not a narc. <laughs> Um mine, I, I kind of hate to use this one because it's a little, this is like a real rule and I feel like it's a little bleak, but it's actually good advice. When you register your car, uh, I really suggest that you pay the extra few bucks to get one of the, like, vanity slash, like, you know, like the design kind of plates. And this, if you're just sticking around Boise and you're not going anywhere, this doesn't, you know, don't, don't worry about it. But if you're somebody who's, like, wanting to get out into the rural areas and, like, explore, mm. I would really, if you get one of those vanity uh, plates um, or one of the special design ones, it does not have the count your county on it. So it doesn't say 1A, which really will, con- like, cut down on any potential conflict you have when you're out in certain counties Lim high uh, County. I'm <laughs> allowed to make fun of county, but recently, like this came up a couple years ago when we were uh, camping up near Atlanta. Our car got very, very stuck. We tried to dig it out for hours. We could not, and uh, there's like no traffic on that road. But finally, when somebody comes by, uh, if they see you have one eye plates, mm. they're they're a lot less likely to stop and help you out in uh, out in the the woods. So. Uh, I hate that. That's a rule. I hate that. That see, it's a very silly, you know, red-blue divide thing. But um, if you're planning to be out in the rural counties, I would, I would think about that. I would think about those plates.
1: I have something to add to that, which uh, hopefully is fairly obvious. But if you are a newcomer, especially if you're a newcomer from California, um, change your license plates ASAP. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do not drive around town with those California plates unless you want to get some mean stares and people cutting you off in traffic, which I hate. I hate. It's so stupid that people, you know, judge people like that. Like you said, Minerva, don't judge people just by (laughs) what they wear or what car they're driving or whatever. But It's a thing. There was one time that I had to get a rental car, and they wanted to give me a car that had California plates, and I was like, (laughs) no. Give me any other state's license plates. I will take it, (laughs) but not that.
2: Well, back when I did drive, because I don't drive anymore, um, but I... um, I kept my 1G license plate the entire time from the time I got my license plates when I was a kid. And I never changed them. And I could go, I could drive anywhere and people either didn't know that it was Gem County or they thought it was a different county than what it was. But they also had very low expectations on how I would be as a driver too. So <laughs> um, I liked that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a nice little angle to that. I like that. It felt stealthy. And it was like, okay, it, it was sort of like, okay, I'm gonna have, I'm going to have my 1G drag on. And no one's going to expect anything <laughs> from me because I am from Emmett.
1: And then you do like this amazing parallel parking job in downtown or something, and everyone's like, <gasps> and they're like, that Emmett
2: gal can park. Yeah, look, wow, <laughs> she backed into that spot like she, you know, like no one's business, you know. I love it. All right, Minerva, what do you have next for us? I think that this really serves you in Idaho in general, but I really feel like Idaho really is like the wild West in some ways. And it's a live and let live kind of environment. So don't like move here and decide that, that you're going to like change everyone you meet. Cause we tend to be pretty set in our ways if we've lived in Idaho for a long time.
1: Yeah, and you kind of need to prove yourself or like earn that, uh, hey, I've been here and I'm doing things and I'm also not trying to immediately just change things just because I I see something that could be changed. It's like, eh, maybe get an understanding for why it is the way it is right now.
0: We've especially seen so much of that because I think a lot of people moved here like, you know, wanting sort of this like rural paradise and then they get here and it's different than what they were expecting. Um, I th- And I think a lot of people moved here and then did kind of the opposite of what Minerva is advising, where they're like, OK, this is what I thought Idaho was going to be and I, this is what I want it to be. So so fix that, please do that. <laughs>
1: Okay, I think my next one is going to be uh, We know that Boise um, and Idaho are very family oriented places to live. So if you don't have family here, get a dog. <laughs> Um, and it's also a really dog friendly place too, but I do, I kind of sincerely mean that like, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have companionship and having that loyal buddy with you all the time when everybody else is busy, like hanging out with their families on the weekends or whatever. Um, it's always good. And then you can meet other, other dog owners too at the, the, um, at the dog park or whatever out on walks. But I do think there's something about that family oriented, like it's such a family oriented place uh, that if you're new and you didn't move with family, it can be a little bit lonely. So yeah, get a dog. That's good advice. I've
0: heard a lot of people say, uh, that moved here that, you know, they were like, it's very family or like couple oriented and it can be hard to find stuff if you're just one person to do, um, and and hard to make friends, like a hard place to make new friends. Cause people are, you know, they've had the same, a lot of people have lived here a long time. They've had same friends for 25 years. They're not really looking for new people, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a good advice. I'll get a dog is always good advice. in my opinion.
2: (laughs) Well, and I'm a total dog person and it, I, I actually think that in Idaho and in Boise, um, people like dogs more than they like people. So it really can be sort of a, a, a bridge mm-hmm. of like, oh, this person's a safe person to talk to because they love animals, you know? And it's like, you know, I know I'm kind of that way. If I see somebody with a dog, I'm more likely to say hi to them and like interact with them and not know them than, than, um, than if they don't. It, it really can uh, can help uh, help that social interaction along a little bit.
0: That's very true. People, I'm I'm very like that. I don't really want to talk to people, but I definitely want to meet your dog. Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay, I have one. And since I was a kid, people will be like, "Oh, just don't talk politics. You'll you'll get along with everybody if you don't talk politics." My advice is do po- talk politics. What I tend to do is when I talk politics with people, I'm not trying to change their mind. Um, because people are pretty entrenched a lot of times, especially somewhere like here with what they believe. Like at the dog park the other day, a man was, you know, very decked out in his quote unquote team's gear. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like red hat, the whole thing. And he, he kicked off a conversation with me you know, our progressive population here was always so small. you like we right. always had to exist with, you know, people who believed more conservative things than us. And part of the way I was raised is just kind of like keep your opinions to yourself to some degree., uh, but as I've gotten older, I've been like, i'm just I'm just gonna talk about this. Like, it doesn't have to be some gigantic ar- argument. I can just be like, yeah, I don't believe any of that crap, you know, like uh, <laughs> this is what i this is what I think about it. And um, and I also think like, In a place like this that is so divided, um, the way to get through that and to maybe like make changes and to become a more progressive place is to have conversations with people that are not arguments, you know, just to talk about the actual issues with people. And I think you should talk politics with people. And I think that Idaho could use a lot more of those conversations and Boise, too.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. What a contrarian view. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> I can just imagine you at the dog park, like leaning in being like, actually, no, no, um...
2: <laughs> no, Yeah. You know, I, I tend to have some discomfort talking about politics. I think maybe just because my existence is so political in any way. And I, you oh, know, yeah. and I'm trying to just like, uh, get along with people. And I really do think that people are more alike than they are different. And so I try to focus on that kind of stuff, but I will, if people well, ask me questions. I mean, I am open to having the conversation as long as they know that like, I don't want to have an argument. Like my goal is not for us to like hate each other at the end of the day. If, if I can help it,
0: Yeah, and a lot of times what I've found is, you know, growing up with conservatives, a lot of times we agree on a lot of core issues that if you don't use these words that have been sort of thrown around to specifically make it so that we're at each other's throats instead of billionaires' throats, um, (laughs) I find that that a lot of times they agree with you if you say, well, don't you believe that people have the freedom to live however they're living if they're not harming people? Of course, of course we believe that, you know, so— I do, th- I do think, like, those conversations uh, are important. And also, you know, like, Minerva, like, to your point, I always figure I I will have the, the conversation about certain things so that the people in those marginalized groups don't have to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can have a detached conversation because that isn't affecting me personally. Um So I always figure like you kind of have a responsibility to be the person like being willing to have those conversations. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that, Emma,
2: because some of us are really exhausted. We've been talking about it. We've been been asked the same question eight million times a year for the last however many decades. And it's like, okay, Google it, please. Could you Google it? Maybe I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Minerva, what's next?
2: Um, well, and I this is especially when people come to visit, and they're like, "Well, what is there to do in Boise?" And of course, there's a ton of things to do. But I always tell them that they need three things: they're going to need their allergy medication, they're going to need sunscreen, <laughs> and they should pack an extra liver just in case, because <laughs> <laughs> because Boise can throw down in those departments. And the next thing you know, you're you're having a fun day, and it's it's 30 <laughs> in the afternoon, and you're going to need a new Home. So it's like when Boise presents fun, go along with it. But just know it's serious fun here.
0: That is great advice. And I've had so many comedian friends come through and then be like, You guys, you know, you drink a lot, right? (laughs) This is a very drinky town. And I'm like, Well, we're very isolated. (laughs) What else are we going to do? Yeah.
2: Well, actually, it's like, No, we didn't know we drank a lot. Or is it that you don't drink enough? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Sunscreen. Great. Uh, Mm -hmm. Great one, Minerva. Um, Can I segue from that into one that I know that you will... Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Which is, uh, you better love winter, you better really love summer, and you better not care about spring or fall because (laughs) it doesn't exist here. (laughs)
0: That's perfect. But my next one was, listen, you get spring or fall, but you do not get both.
1: <laughs> so that's perfect. One or the other. Yeah.
2: This is so true.
1: But really, though, they've gone. They're like, oh, my God, I swear to God, 10 years ago, we had more spring and more fall. I'm sure I could look nerd out at the uh, National Weather Service data to to say that. But holy crap. It's like it's either 45 degrees or less or 95 plus <laughs> um,
0: yeah
1: you get four days like we did this year four
0: days of like 72 Yeah, just perfect out and then it was like all right 86 enjoy uh, it was very quick so yeah
2: idaho likes to just give you a little taste and then take it right away you know so they, like it. they said nope you've had your treat
1: yep what a tease <laughs> emma
0: do you have any more this one is going to be uh, frankie you're going to love this one so much Uh, if you move to Boise, you got to fall right in love with Winco. That is your new (laughs) best friend, Winco. Um, it's significantly cheaper. This is not, I'm not being paid by Winco for this. Uh, I don't, I'm not sponsored by them. I just love them. Uh, they're significantly cheaper than pretty much anywhere in town and, you know, employee owned and, uh, just so, you know, a great place to shop. You're going to see all your neighbors and, and friends there and, Yeah, I I just, I love Winco. And I think a lot of times when people move here, I've heard them like, you know, they'll shop somewhere and be like, oh, my gosh, groceries are so expensive here. And I'm always like, well, you're in the wrong spot. you got to go to Winco. (laughs) You are choosing
1: the wrong Boise chain, unnamed other chain. (laughs) Not going to name the other ones,
0: but Winco is your winner.
1: Yeah, I, I can attest to that because when I first moved here, I... I didn't know, like I didn't get it, because you know you you got to know the rules, the rules of Winco. You got to have a debit card or cash, um, or or check. Who has those? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're bagging yourself, which I'm down for. I actually love bagging myself. Like it's like <laughs> a game of Tetris <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, but and it feels like a little a little overwhelming, kind of in the if you haven't been in a in a store that feels like that, where it's like, oh, okay, where am I going now? And there's like bright light and nothing fancy looking, but damn, there's good stuff there. So Emma, thank you so much. (laughs) I can't believe that I didn't share that role, but you are so right. (laughs) Yeah. There's some adrenaline attached to the shop. Like when you
0: get up and you're like, okay, let's do this. Let's bag our groceries. Let's go. (laughs) Especially if you're like, for me, you're shopping for three teenage boys and you've got all the milk and bread in the store. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It can be a little, a little frantic, but I still love it.
2: If you can get over the like size of it and it's very like, there's a lot of concrete and it's very, you know, cold and you might get run over by a forklift if you're going at like two in the morning, you know, that kind of (laughs) stuff. You know, Well, I think that this is a good one just for anywhere in the world. And it's kind of a little bit on how it kind of touches a little bit on some of the things that we've talked about, but you know, we, we talk about Boise Nice, but really like the, just even bare minimum politeness, being kind, gets you so far. Um, and they, they may look at you like, I mean, they may look at me and go, "What is going on here?" You know, who is this, like, you know, forty-year-old Dolly Parton impersonator walking around Boise? You know, but but she seems <laughs> nice. She held the door. You know, I mean, it's like it's it really it really helps. I think, um, and I think people really are nice. Um, they're just they might not necessarily be invested in you beyond that. You know, that like politeness part. I think people talk about how Idahoans are nice, but it's just on the surface. And I think, well, that's called being polite, right? It's it's not that you're being mean. It's just that you're probably strangers. and But, you know, that common courtesy, at least in my world, um, has been really, really helpful.
1: Yeah, I I think that uh, you know it's like the the th- on the green belt and on uh, the trails. Like we do the nod, we say hello, we smile, um, not to be freaked out when that happens. <laughs> people don't want anything from you; <laughs> um, they're just uh, being generally <laughs> polite and kind. Um, and I feel like it can be a little off-putting if you're from a place that doesn't do that. But uh, it's just people acknowledging your existence. And I mean. What a bare minimum thing to do, but uh, it does it does open the doors for other other potential things and just cre- like makes your day have less resistance, totally. you know, like all of that, and that that feels very Boise to me for sure. I agree, right? And it's like if
2: you lived here for a long time, you know that like people even driving might just like raise their fingers up off the steering wheel as a howdy oh, you know? totally, yeah. And totally like that's what we do here they don't know you they don't oh, know yeah. they don't. And i think that that's kind of beautiful i mean that's like it's very yeah um it's very like old school to me like yeah we're all in this existence we might not agree or we don't know each other but hey how's your day all right
0: Well, these were uh, great rules and very helpful and a good reminder that a lot of what we are saying was just like, our city is so sweet. Let's just keep it sweet
2: um, and friendly. But um, thank you both so much for being here. And I loved your rules. Thanks, Emma. It was a pleasure to be here. This was a great conversation. And it kind of reminds me why I love Boise so much.
1: Here's to thriving in Boise.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, check out our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.